Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the third episode of Park Hopper 101, your guide to the theme parks of Central Florida and beyond. I am Chris O'Mealy, joined by my wonderful co-host, Eric Flores. Hello, Eric. Hey, hey, how's it going? It's going good. How's the puppy? Uh, You know, being completely annoying sometimes and then ridiculously cute. So, a pet. Yeah, basically. Basically, a pet, yes. So... We're going to continue our journey through theme park land here. We're going to try to get a couple more of these episodes out a little more frequently. Uh, I've mentioned this on another podcast, but I'm currently operating on alternating three-day weekends. So I have every other Monday off, which has actually so far turned out to be good for creative ventures and podcasting. So I don't think Park Hopper is going to come out bi-weekly. It's probably still going to be like kind of a once-a-month thing. But Eric and I are going to at least attempt to get together once a month and churn out another episode for you here. So we mentioned this on a, on a uh, it had to have been the last episode. We've only done two. And the first one was like back before the summer started. So we mentioned if anybody out there ever wanted to be a guest on the show, all you needed to do was ask. And it only took us until the third episode for somebody to come through for us, Eric. How nice is that? I know, and it and it's like the perfect person. It's to come on it's somebody show. who I'm really excited to have on. Would you like to do the honors of doing the introduction, Eric? I think you should. Okay, all right. So this person knows way too much about me, enough to hate me, and at one point she did. And I mentioned her a lot in the nerd table, and she's one of my favorite people. Mine Please too. welcome the fiery redhead, Katie. Oh my gosh, that was that's the <laughs> that yeah that's your intro. I You're love alive. it. Hi friends. Hello. We've missed you, Katie. I miss you guys. Maybe you guys should maybe I don't know come visit Florida more often. That'd be great. Well, get Once rid- this COVID stuff happens. Yeah, let's get rid of that first, and then we'll consider it. That's true. That's true. Yes, yes, Katie. Ah, uh, Katie, Katie, Katie. You met us both at Interventions at the peak of our our ridiculousness. So oh, gosh. that's when you got you got the two encounter. But you actually go back with Eric, don't you? I do. Forward, ironically enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. So what I want to do, having you here on the show, Katie, is I kind of want to talk to you about your time at Disney. We're going to kind of focus the spotlight a little bit on you, talk a little bit about some of the attractions and stuff that you've worked at, uh, what you've liked, what you haven't liked, tell a couple fun stories. We'll give our thoughts on the attractions and uh, whether we like it or not. We already know we raised your ire by talking bad about Country Bear Jamboree, so we're going to try to keep this positive, but we're not. I'm not making any promises there. You, you may have worked at something I didn't like. I don't know. I don't actually know your whole Disney history. You know, Eric, Eric pretty much came in the ground running. I did the college program, but what is the story of Katie? Oh, golly. Um, well, I did my CP program um, back in Fantasyland with good old Eric. 
Um, and and you did... didn't quit after doing a CP program in Fantasyland. I think that deserves a gold medal. Honestly. <laughs> with me. With Eric, <laughs> honestly. I don't know how. Um, but I did Snow White Scary Adventures. And Winnie the Pooh, many adventures of Winnie the Pooh, and teacups. And Eric, did you do all the rides in Fantasyland or just those three? I started off just those three, and uh, I eventually learned everything. Gotcha. I just did those three. How does Fantasyland operate? Is that like one big rotation between those rides, or are they kind of separate? They're separate. Yeah. So I think there were I think it was broken down into three. three sections. Yeah. So, so we were like poo side. It it was so if I remember correctly, it was Teacups, Winnie the Pooh, and Snow White. Yeah. Then you had Philhar, Carousel, and Dumbo. Yeah. And then you had Peter Pan and Small World. Small World. Yeah. Okay. And okay. so you would, I guess you could like cross train, um, in different areas, um, if they like needed you or whatnot. But I was just those three. So let's let's talk about uh, t- Snow White first, because when, when we talked about Magic Kingdom on our last episode, we only talked about current attractions, and mm-hmm. obviously, obviously, Teacups and Winnie the Pooh are still there, but Snow White is no longer there. I actually really liked that ride. I, I thought, did too. I thought that was a cool little dark ride. Tell us a little bit about what a uh, Snow White was like working there. Um, I mean, a lot of the times it was just yelling at kids to go behind the yellow line. So, and if not, they would. We would have to eat stop. So, so yep. I don't know. Well, well, that doesn't sound like a unique experience. Actually, that sounds like Disney. It's a normal experience. That just sounds like working at a theme park, actually. I mean, a lot of the kids were scared of that ride. Yes. It had Snow White's scary adventures. Right. It had the whole scene in the forest and everything. Right. Uh, What about about Winnie the Pooh? Did anybody ever get scared on that with, like, the Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff. Huffle Huffle Lump scene? (laughs) Hufflepuff. 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 I don't know. Eric, did you have anything? I had a few experiences. Yeah, like they would start the ride, okay, and then I'd see kids crying by the time they come back because they had no idea that there was a little a scary scene or whatever. But nothing too drastic. No, it's not like kids were terrified to get onto the ride. They was just like, "Oh wow, we really hated it." Yeah. <laughs> and teacups. Oh, that had to be fun. I just can't believe how many times I've gotten, what does this ride do? Yeah. <laughs> I did like like working extra magic hours, either in the morning or at night, and having the characters come ride. That was fun. See, that is cool. I like that. Did yeah. you ever get to ride with a character? Um, I rode with Chippendale once. Oh. Yes. Yes. Three of us and one teacup. That's awesome. That's so much fun. It was. It was fun. Aw, see, that that does sound like it was fun. All right, but you know what I have to ask now. 
because I, I have to ask. Tell me about the negative parts of working in Fantasyland, because I have heard from many people who worked there that it's one of the worst places to work in Magic Kingdom. Just for just in the onslaught of what you deal with in Fantasyland, for some reason, always seem to be negative. Is that because it's like in the back of the park? So by the time people would generally get there, they're already kind of hot and tired. Or what was it about Fantasyland that drummed up so much negativity? From what I've heard, the strollers. Yeah, legit. We would we would have more strollers in Fantasyland than stroller parking has in the beginning of the day. Like. If you go over to the stroller area where you would rent strollers, they never have as many strollers as we have in Fantasyland. Correct. (laughs) And it would also always start behind the carousel. (sighs) That's where, like, the sea of strollers starts. So there's one place in Fantasyland to park strollers. It's called Fantasyland, yeah. So, I think, well, I think now there's two. Because, so like, New Fantasyland, so they expanded the stroller parking. Do you remember the wall? Yes, I do remember the wall. Oh, that was the worst. The Ooh, what wall was the wall? The wall when... for New Fantasyland. Oh, you were there when that was happening? Oh, even yeah. better. We yeah. were there when they were constructing it. And yeah. that wall was just, I, I don't want to mention any names, but I, there was one person who was just like getting ready to throw strollers across that wall who <laughs> used to work with us. And he was by far hilarious. I think he's, uh, he's in photo pass now. You should invite him on the show. I, I should. <laughs> to, I to tell that story. Because. <laughs> Although basically somebody came up to him and he was just like, Hey, where do I park this shit? And then literally he went, you can park that shit over there. (laughs) (laughs) Word for word. And I'm just like, good God. I think my favorite thing about strollers was like, if someone would be like rude to you or something, we would move their stroller. (laughs) Oh yeah. All the time. Sometimes, since it was one giant like area at some or certain points, I remember people who were extremely rude and leave their strollers after I told them they just needed to park it across. And they're like, well, you can do it. And it's like, fine, I will park your stroller for you, but you will have a hell of a time finding it. And I had moved it all the way to like Peter Pan or some shit. Yeah. Well, you told me to park it. You didn't tell me where to park it. You just told me to park it. Now it's on the other side of the wall. Yeah. (laughs) And Eric, I can see you doing that. Like, I can see you just like, just like kind of almost with a little jump in your step, just moving a stroller as far away as possible. Oh, I wasn't the only one. Oh, I know you were, but I can specifically see you doing it. That just strikes me as an Eric move. Oh, yeah. I think I became who I am because of Fantasyland. So you came pre-programmed to mess with stuff when I met you. Well, I was kind of, I was always kind of a dick, (laughs) but I never really like bonded with anybody until I realized that I'm not the only dick around. (laughs) (laughs) At least you're honest. The, uh, the Eric experience. Yeah. 
<laughs> Definitely an experience. All right. So we all know that. Well, we all know the stroller parking sucks. When I worked at Safari, that was it was cool because we had our own stroller parking inside the queue line. So we let everybody bring them in, which created such an easy greeter position. But then you had the fun of actually parking the stroller. But I remember we would do the same thing. If somebody was particularly being difficult, we would, quote unquote, hide the stroller. And we don't have a big lot to do all that stuff in. But all I got to do is maneuver that stroller to a space where they can't see it. And it's really fun when they get back to look for it. So, I See, the, the benefit of being in Fantasyland, by the time they come back to look for it, we're not at that position anymore. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah that's true. That is true. <laughs> um, did you have issues, because this happened a lot with us, and I'm assuming this was a kind of a park-wide thing. Did you have issues with the wrong strollers getting taken from people, specifically those Winnie the Pooh-themed strollers that you can buy at Target? Because everybody had one? Oddly enough... I had more issues with that at Soren than yeah. I did in Fantasyland. Okay. But you had that problem with strollers in general. Yeah. Just not as many. Okay. So can we just collectively agree that strollers in Disney World is the worst? Like, yeah. Like, I actually think, as much as I hate the ECVs, I actually think I hate the strollers the most. If I'm being completely honest. I I hate that we have strollers, but I I mean, a stroller never caused me to flip into the ride path at Snow White. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know this story, don't you, Katie? Yes, I do. Okay. But Did the I listeners the Well, from? the listeners don't know it. So, um <sighs> We have two different entr- uh, entrances for Snow White, right? You have the normal line, and then you have a line that's wheelchair accessible, um, and that's where like ECBs and wheelchairs go, and they would still need to get out to get into the the ride vehicle. But we have chains, so we would go over and open up a chain to let like one or two guests at a time. Well, not guests, but like parties at a time. So this lady, uh, the the ECVs at Disney. They have a forward and reverse, but it's a switch, right? This lady apparently is used to one lever being forward, the other lever being uh, reverse. So she stopped and hit the chain and went whoops and went to go back up and then gunned it, but turned so she wouldn't crash into the pole in front of her, but she aimed it towards me. And I literally just hit the e-stop and had to go into the ride path because there were guests behind me to prevent, like dying a horrible death from ECVs. <laughs> you would not have died a horrible death, but that probably would have hurt. Oh, it would have hurt a lot. That ECV, the way it was, like, it was lifted off the ground. She lifted it off the ground. <laughs> she popped a like wheelie? A wheelie. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> uh, that, that was the scary adventure part of Snow White right there. Yeah, for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that is funny. I'm sorry. That is very funny, but so yeah. So Fantasyland sounded like it was just a hoot and a holler. Did uh, how many times did you have to cl- 
report vomit for, because of the teacups? Um, only, honestly, like only a couple times. I feel like people knew their limit, so they didn't go on it if they knew their limit. People knowing their limits like seems you work like... a lot of afternoons. I did. Maybe. I did work a lot of afternoons and nights. We yeah. had more in the morning. Yeah. Like specifically around lunchtime because we were right across from Ray's. Mm. <laughs> so they would leave after eating chicken nuggets and french fries from a cold environment going out to this humid heat of Florida and going to do teacups right away. <sighs> And then smelling of the exhaust gases from uh, Speedway. Speedway. Oh, that sounds horrible. Well, mm. that's how it works at Magic Kingdom. I mean, I think the best part was, though, that, like, the teacup, you would just have to kind of, like, cover up, but the ride still ran. <laughs> just there's one teacup that we're not loading people in. How many teacups even are there? Six? Eight? I don't know. <laughs> Enough? Like I, I don't remember. Eight? I don't know. Did you ever, like, in peak season, did you ever, like, cram multiple parties into one teacup? No. No, we didn't care. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel like that was the one attraction that management did not really care about, like... No. Yeah. Well, that's good. Like, just do what you can. Don't kill anybody. That was that was basically the rule. Just don't kill anybody. <laughs> don't kill anybody. If they want to go six in a cup, they go six in a cup. Go right ahead. God forbid they had like you had like a, a transfer, and the freaking teacups ends up on the other side. Because I I remember that happening a lot and going fuck me because <laughs> that took so much time to get them over there. <laughs> When you were working at Fantasyland, what what events did you cover, and what were the the real annoying events versus the ones that were actually fun? Because I know Magic Kingdom does tons of different events and themes and stuff like that. Um, Boo to You was definitely my favorite. Yeah, I can see I got that. To dress up. Yeah, I could see that being a good time. Yeah. What was Honestly, the... really the only one that I really can think of that I actually participated in. Okay. Yeah, I'm... the Boot to You party is a lot of fun, though. I feel like all the events were awesome. The only one that I didn't like, and, and, and hear me out, it's not because the, the event is bad. It's like the not-so-scary stuff. Or not-so-scary. The um, Very Merry Christmas party. And it's just because it doesn't as fun. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's not so scary, but with Coco. <laughs> yes. Okay, that's one way. To, I've never heard it described that way before, but it really is. I mean, it's just different costumes, right? And then it's it, but it's not so scary with Coco. I gotta say, I actually think I like the not so scary event costumes better than the very merry ones. I mean, yeah, they were really colorful, but they were they were fun. Very Merry was just your generic red and green Christmas colors, but Very Merry had the orange and purple color scheme that I really liked with some green mixed in. 
I never wore that costume, but I always kind of wished I had picked up an event shift or something there. I liked wearing the bat as a headband. Yeah, I could see that being being fun for you. And the boys got to do um, a bat bow tie. Oh, that's cool. Well, yeah, bo- that's well bow ties are cool. Remember, er- are cool. remember Eric wore a bow tie to my wedding? I did. I did. We still talk about that, by the way. And, and <laughs> you know the funny thing? Everybody was telling me, don't do it. Don't wear the bow tie. And I was like, fuck it. I'm wearing the bow tie. Why not wear the bow tie? Exactly. Why not wear a bow tie? Don't, don't listen. Dude, you're at my wedding. Don't listen to anybody. <laughs> All, the only persons whose opinions mattered that day was Shannon's and mine. And if we like the bow tie, then we have a picture, by the way. It, it's us walking down the aisle, and it's right after, I think, Shannon said something like, hey, nice bow tie or something to you. And then, because in the picture, it's us walking, but in the background, you can see everybody looking at you and reacting to something. I have a picture with a bow tie. I'm pointing at his bow tie. I've seen that picture. It's adorable. Oh, where it looks like I'm about to sing opera. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just like, why does it look like I'm about to like start singing right here? <laughs> oh. Maybe you are uh, that, that was, was a lot of fun. Well, thank you, but we're not we're not we're not at that part of the timeline yet, because because I have to ask the question now. Because before we leave Fantasyland, please tell me how you two met. Ooh. All right, Eric, take one. <laughs> you are the guest uh, because yeah yeah you tell the story. I've heard you didn't like each other. What? But I, I can't comprehend that because I've known you two for so long and I know how close you guys are. I can't comprehend the time you guys didn't like each other. Oh, it's not. I, I never. <laughs> I, I didn't mind Katie. Katie just hated me. And it was because of the reputation that I had. But Katie, you can explain. He was dating someone at the time. And I guess. Like, you did something. I don't really know what you did, but you had that reputation. And basically, all the girls of Fantasyland hated Eric. So I was just participating in the hate. (laughs) That's all. Pretty much, yeah. So I dated while I was there. um, Cecilia... Uh, Natalie and Alyssa. I was there for Natalie. Okay. So yeah, Natalie. I don't know. She. I felt like we just didn't click. I. I just felt so. I had just broken up with um, Cecilia. She was a uh, ICP, so an international college program. For those of you who don't know. And she went back to Guatemala, and she was there, and then we just kind of, we dated, you know? And uh, things weren't going well. And uh, I remember one day she she just followed me over to, like, Snow White and asked me to do something, and I was like, nope. And then she started yelling, so I just dropped all my shit on the floor, and like, nope, I'm done, and I left. And uh, that's I feel like from that moment on, everybody was just like, this guy's an asshole. That's true. 
<laughs> but I will say, we did bond when you took, like, we went to Epcot one day with Kimmy and Monica and Emily and Marcos. Yeah, I do remember that day. We bonded that day, and you were, like, our personal photographer. Yeah. It was, like, Kimmy's birthday or something? Yeah. Yeah. So I went around with them and just kind of took pictures for Kimmy and uh, and whatnot. Because this was when I, I still had energy and, like, the enthusiasm to go to the parks. Because that slowly faded once I got to Epcot. Yes. And we had a great time. And then I, I guess Katie realized that eh, I'm not a terrible person. He's not that much of an asshole. Like, it's fine. Right. Aww. Well, that's good. I, I'm the asshole who cares. It's true. I mean, you do. You do care. Uh, so, so <laughs> it's, it's one of those timelines where you can track it by X's. Well, I could have swore you were around for a lot more than just Natalie. I know Natalie was the big one. Probably. How? I don't know. It was one of those things where it was just like, there was a lot of weird shit going on in Fantasyland. Like, I don't want to mention too many names, but like some of the age gaps for the people who were like dating there were massive. I'm talking about like 30 year difference. 40-year difference. I mean, that's also just the lives of CPs in general, so... I mean... No, I'm talking about the relationships that were happening there. Oh, well, yes, that too. I mean, that happened at Safari and Inno as well. So, maybe it's just a Disney thing. Yeah, there, I, there were a couple. Uh, I won't say any names, but there were definitely a couple of full time people at Disney who had that mentality of "That's what I love about CP girls." I keep getting older; they say the same age. Oh yes, they do. Oh dear God, don't do that again. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> do you? Well, not, yeah, no, do you I'll, not know I'll, that I'll movie have... reference? No. What? What? Jeez. I thought you were just being weird. Yeah, no. <laughs> my bad. Oh my. <laughs> oh my god! No, Jeez. To be fair, <laughs> I was in my twenties, so I was kind of just you know, wasn't really looking for anything super serious. Plus, it was like okay, I'll date a CP, but they're gonna they're gonna leave. No one's gonna stay. And that's why he dated them. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. But I grew out of that. Well, I'm glad. Uh, the line, for those who are unfamiliar, is from the movie Dazed and Confused. It's spoken by Matthew McConaughey's character, where he's talking about the freshman chicks. And he's like, that's what I love about high school girls. I keep getting older. They say the same age. Days and Confused is also where All Right, All Right, All Right came from. So. All right, all right, all right. It's a good movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but it's a good movie. I, I, would, I would recommend it. So, okay. So we've, we've discussed Fantasyland. 
what happened after your CP program was over? Because you're originally from Texas. Correct. Did you go home or did you stick around? I stuck around. And I got part-time at Interventions. Aww. This is where the, this is where the story gets good. This is where the story gets good. <laughs> so, yes, uh, you were at Interventions as a part-timer. Mm-hmm. I believe you were already there by the time I got there. I'm almost I, positive you were. So. I only, I was a part-timer for, like, maybe three or four months. And then was full-time. Do you remember when you got your full-time date at Interventions? Because that would help me figure out the timeline. I arrived at Inno around September 2011. Um, I, let's see. When did your CP end? Did you, did it end in May? Did, did you do like January to January? Okay. January 2011. Okay. Okay. And then you went part time. Yeah. So you were there before I got there. Yeah. So that, that means you were probably already full time by the time I got there. If you were only part time for three or four months. Probably. Yes. Okay. Cause I got there in September and I got full time in December. Okay. I arrived during the college program that had your best friend, Jessica. Yes. And uh, who who we love and adore, and I hope she's listening to this. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Jessica. I'm sure she's going to listen if you're on there. I don't know if she's heard the other episodes that we've done, but you're here, so maybe she'll listen. At least listen. this episode. She'll listen to this episode. And then go back and listen to the first two. Um. And there were there are a couple of people on that program I'm still friends with. Erin. Erin lives in the Scranton area now, so I do live in proximity to her. We still talk. Hi, Erin. Hi, you might be listening to this, too. I hope you are. So, yeah. And then I remember, like, I remember choosing you as a friend because the problem with college program groups is that everybody leaves. All these people you liked and got along with are suddenly no longer there. And then I remember specifically learning that Katie was a full-timer. And I'm like, well, Katie's not going to leave. And I like Katie. I want to be friends with her. And that's when I made an effort to bond with you. Yes. And then Eric arrived. (laughs) And then Eric and I bonded. (laughs) Because we realized we're almost the same person. I feel like I, like, yeah, once I got to NO and I didn't, I don't know, maybe it was something about not working in the sun. <laughs> I was way friendlier at NO than I was at, at Fantasyland. Because air conditioning is great. AC is great. Plus hours are like, really? We ended at seven? Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah. But I never considered illuminations to be a negative thing because no. you got to work the fireworks. You got to watch the fireworks. And v- I almost never had to deal with anybody causing an issue during the fireworks. But I was also smart enough to pick a position that I would have to deal with less less crap. 
I did that on purpose. So, I, yeah, you know, the few times that like I coordinated the fireworks, it wasn't it wasn't bad, except for the one time that no names, but somebody pretended to know like Spanish, but they didn't, and then they said, you know, "Viva Brazil." <laughs> Yes, I, re- I remember this. I wasn't yeah. there for this, but I remember that this happened. And I was like, oh, help me. And we almost oh, had please. we almost had an international incident. <laughs> so, yes, I remember that because this person was trying to show off their Spanish-speaking skills and decided to choose the Brazilians to show it off to. And they got mad. And then the Argentinians jumped in to defend this person and we almost had a full-scale riot. It was two tour groups with about 100 people each. So, yes. That's a small army. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is. But, yeah, you got to deal with that, not me. But uh, fireworks were fun. So, who was your trainer at Interventions, Katie? Oh, my gosh. Um... Was it? I think. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. Did you have like Amy and. Uh, I had Amy. I remember now. Oh, Amy. Yeah. I miss Amy. She got married recently. She did. <clears throat> yes, she did. Amy. Amy was actually uh, one of the first people I met when I got there. If I remember I correctly, it's hard for me to keep track of the uh, the whole the whole time frame there. But I met Amy and Jessica, your best friend. I met them the same day because my trainer was Melissa. Oh man! And she dropped me off in the break room, and I sat at a table with Amy at one side, Jessica at the other, and just started chatting with them. And that was that was just really really fun, really nice to to get to talk to them. Melissa was my trainer. Uh, Tim actually picked me up for from Traditions. You guys remember Tim? I do remember Tim. I do. Yes, I believe he lives in Pennsylvania now too. Although I haven't really, I haven't I haven't talked to him in a very long time. But he was a good guy. Yes, Melissa was my trainer. I don't remember who did my assessment, though. I do not remember which trainer I had for that, but... I think well, Tim was my assessment. Yeah. I think, because, like, when I showed up, it was literally Amy, Melissa, Tim, <clears throat> and someone else. But that person never trained while I was there. Like, I think they made him trainer by name, but never actually gave him anybody to train. <laughs> I know that sounds sad and fucked up, but welcome to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Interventions. Yeah. I feel like they've done that to us at, at certain points, too. Oh, uh, they did. My favorite was uh, after we all became trainers together and... We started kind of getting each other's people. We would assess each other's each other's trainees. But I remember there was one of the first big groups we got. It was just in time for a big CP program. In fact, Eric, if I'm not mistaken, this might have been when Rebecca showed up. 
Because I picked Rebecca up from Traditions, but I didn't actually train her. But a bunch of us were sitting in the training room together with our trainees, kind of all, all kind of giving them the general, the general Disney stuff together, because it was just, it was just easier and fun for us. And I remember all of our trainees made it, except for the guy that was there. All the girls made it, but the guy that was there that Melissa had uh, was so bad that. I think he maybe made it to the end of training. And at, at the end, Melissa, Melissa was like, he's not going to pass. This is a huge waste of time. And the only thing I remember was he did or said something to one of the managers where they just looked at him and said, you know what? Just give me your badge. And that was the last day we ever saw him. Jeez. But I do remember that. I definitely remember that. <laughs> but we had we had fun. We used to write little notes to each other in our training booklets. Do you remember when we became trainers, the three of us, plus Nolan and Jessica Major, and we got sent to the the training class and and they're like, we're going to play Trivia Jeopardy now. We're like, we got this. And then we kept blowing questions. And Katie, I just remember Katie kept getting mad at you, Eric. And I don't think it had anything to do with you. I think she was just doing that for dramatic effect. I mean, what's new? (laughs) <laughs> I, I didn't know any of the shit. Like, I, I don't, I, I'm not that big uh, on Disney. I like Disney stuff, but like, if you ask me to memorize something, uh, I don't fucking know. I'm not going to memorize it. Oh, that was so much fun. I just, all I remember was that when you're just like, Eric, why didn't you know that? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know this stuff. Leave me alone. Uh, our little the, name, name the seven dwarves. And I was just like, well, fuck. There's Grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> just think I think that, that's it. That's all I got. The seven I know one's Doc, and then the other one's Rhyme. The seven dwarves are like all seven parts of my personality. But the one I associate the most with is Sleepy. If there was one called Hungry, that would be my spirit animal. Oh, same. So okay, nosy. No, <laughs> nosy. Uh, maybe. So. Katie, what did you enjoy about some of all thrills as far as working there? Or didn't you enjoy it? Um, I mean, I didn't really enjoy work. But why not? You had all of us there. I or you would have that. these guests that, uh, didn't know what they were doing on the ride, and then we would just make rides for them, and that was fun. Oh, that yeah. was fun. How many times do you want to go upside down? Uh, three times it is. <laughs> Remember the one time I like flipped upside open the hood? Was and I was like, like don't touch that fucking button. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I remember. We uh, so we know <laughs> for for people who don't know. The Sum of All Thrills was a roller coaster simulator. It was sponsored by Raytheon, who, as they promoted it, Raytheon, you know, makes cool stuff for your cars and all this other cool technology. It's like, (laughs) they also make cruise missiles. (laughs) So they left that part out of the little speech there. But you would design a roller coaster, or or you could also have the bobsled or the jet fighter. Jet fighter was cool. And then you would create your own little ride and the robot arm would simulate it. So roller coaster simulations are fun, but 
nobody knew what they were doing. So what they would do is they would get a little pre-show video, they'd come out and they would use this little interactive design pad to actually put their stuff together. And they would let them make the, the coaster bigger, add more loops to it, do whatever they wanted. And they had the little tools and everything. But if the tools weren't put back in the proper spot, the screen would lock up, which happened a lot. And then what would always happen was people would come up with their cards to load the ride and then put the cards away. Like, you guys have your cards? Oh, and now they're fishing through their backpack for their cards. That happened quite a bit, too. But the roller coaster simulator was cool. The only, it, it was a controlled speed, because you can only put through eight groups at once, and you can only have two in a, in a car. So the line moved pretty slowly, but at the same time, it was... You never felt like the line was out of control, right? Like some of these other rides, for my personal experience, the Mummy Coaster at Universal was a really psychotic grouping situation because you had groups coming from three different directions and you're trying to put them on these cars that need to go because cars are backing up behind them. I don't know, but I, I really enjoyed working there. I actually did really like that ride. I liked working there. Once I realized that, like, some people weren't going to have rides ready, I would literally just make a few rides, put them into my pocket, and then use whatever ride. Like, if they if they had no idea what the fuck was going on, like, yeah, you're riding this. I had. Well, I remember my. Yeah, my left pocket was uh, purple cards. My right pocket was red cards. So, I think we all did that too, right? Like, didn't we always have like one of each? I think I always had a bobsled, a coaster, and a jet fighter in my pocket to, to help yeah. out with people. My bobslider, I would always just make them go straight so they wouldn't even move <laughs> on the bridge. <laughs> that's, so, that's so awesome. I used to slow down the speed as much as possible so the bobsled would go to get the lowest amount of points. Because yeah. it, it would give you like a point system depending on how, how, how fast your velocity was on your coaster. And then the hammerhead was everyone's favorite move because it dipped you upside down and then dropped you backwards. Right. How and many times could you do the hammerhead in you, a row? You could do it twice if you knew how. And I used to tell people that all the time because how it was designed was the first part of the coaster doesn't do any loops. The second part can. But if you don't do any loops for the second part... It'll let you choose the hammerhead for part three and part four. However, if you choose something loopy on the second one, you don't get the hammerhead until the very end. And once I figured that out, when I would get repeat riders who actually knew what they were doing and had been on it a couple times and liked the hammerhead, I would always give them that tip. And I'm like, hey, you guys want to do the hammerhead twice? There's a trick to it. If you're cool with that being the only trick that you do, you can do it twice in a row. Most people loved it. Four one four four. <laughs> I still remember it. One four four. Yeah, but the, the, but it was a it was a fun little ride. We had Crash, the little little robot. Yeah. I still have my Crash pins. I might just sell them on eBay. Good God, it'll make a lot of money. Probably. I still have I still have a bunch of stuff from. 
from Disney, though, like in a box. I have my old name tags, my Jiminy Cricket trainer pin and everything. I want to do something with it, put it in like a shadow box or something. I just I'm lazy. I haven't actually done that yet. But yeah, but some was fun. Uh, Katie, let's talk about the other half of interventions, though. The hosting part. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we all loved being hosts. Oh, gosh. We're the worst, yet the best. Because, like, if you ever just needed a break, like, it was, it was great to have on a Friday. I will say, as much as I hated hosting, fucking uh, on a Friday, it was awesome. Because you weren't doing shit that day. You were just standing around. The only position at host that was ever a problem was piggy bank greeter because piggy bank that part of the piggy bank moves slower than the rest of the the attraction because the rest of the attraction is synced up. But the first Wait. part was always slowest. Wait a second. You would rather do piggy bank greeter than the UL labs? No, I'm saying piggy bank greeter was the worst. It was the most annoying position. UL Labs was easy because you didn't do anything. Yeah, but it was annoying. I mean, there was a lot of noise. TV over and over and over again. Now, I'm going to say what my favorite host position was. I'm about to date myself. The papermaking station. Oh, my God. I love the papermaking station. I was actually sad when they got rid of that. That was actually fun because you were by yourself. You got to do something actually constructive. People were kind of fascinated with it. Yeah. It was awesome. As long as you didn't forget. As long as you didn't forget to like take the damn paper out of the oven. Yeah, Eric, I remember that you were. I remember you like coming back from lunch or something. Eric just burning paper. Okay, so I took over somebody, and they didn't tell me that there was paper in there. <laughs> Could you not smell it? Yeah, but it was too late by that time. <laughs> I was just like, fuck! So I just, I did what anybody would do. I took that paper, and I put it in the water with the other paper. I don't think anybody would have done that. But Listen, it put the fire out, and I wasn't holding fireball, so it's fine. <laughs> Oh, what? So what is why, it? Why is my paper gray? It's or it's recycled. Don't worry about it. What is it? What is it with you and things either on fire or just breaking? Yeah, it's a theme. <laughs> it really is. Uh, we loved. So when I was a host, and Katie, when you were a host, was waste management still there? Yes. Okay, so you got but to do so that. Was IBM. Yes, the original IBM. The original IBM. Which, that was probably my favorite thing to do as a host, was the the make-your-own-video-game attraction. Yeah. Because that was something that the kids got super into. That one was a lot of fun. Now, I'm not going to say any names, even though you'll probably think of at least 12 when I say what I'm about to say. Uh But every host attraction was actually a lot of fun, provided you were teamed up with the right person. But there were some people that made it really difficult because they didn't do anything, didn't want to do anything, so you basically had to do their job too. 
And if you got three of them at Piggy, you were running Piggy Bank by yourself. Oh, my gosh. You know. And I I bet names popped into your head and faces. Oh, yeah. Yes. Not going to say who they were, but that was the that was the worst thing about hosting. Now, there were days and I remember where I would pick up I would do a host a host run and I would be with like three some people at Piggy Bank and we just had a friggin' blast. I remember one day I was there with Nolan, uh one of the CPs whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. And I don't remember who else was there with us. It might have been a full-time host, but it was somebody who, like, actually knew what they were doing and cared about their job, like Richard, you know? And we, I just remember having an absolute blast because everybody was working together and we were having fun. And then rotation came through and we were all miserable because somebody was behind me that I didn't want to deal with. But for that fleeting moment. And that's, that's just it. It's just, like... Host was great if you had the right people. Yes. So, did you hear... Eric, you heard this. Um, Should I... I don't even know if I should tell this story. Or if I should wait until she's actually on the show. But our friend Miranda has a great story about me. Although I'm... Was I, I... Was I a presenter then or was I still a host? But I can't remember. Where somebody asked her a question and I jumped in to answer the question for them and did it in such a way that she was just shocked. I might have to wait until she guests on the show for her to tell that story. But that was something, another thing we had a lot of fun with as hosts. Because there was so much quote-unquote downtime as a host, we answered a lot of questions. And that was actually cool because you got to, you got to casually interact with a lot of the guests. You were never, like, in a hurry or anything. Like, there's nothing worse than a guest trying to ask you questions when you're at merge, right? When you're trying to do merge, and you're like, I don't have time to answer your shit. You need to go. You need to go. I need to move this line along. But if you're at UL and somebody just walked into the building, you could just stop and chat with them. So that's, that's what I didn't mind about UL so much. I have a funny story from UL, actually. Um, do you remember... I think her name was Marissa? She was a CP. She was from the Philippines. Does that name ring a bell? Mm-hmm. Is this the one that uh, Carl... I have the picture of Carl with? Maybe? <laughs> Can't remember. Maybe? I don't know. The, the fake proposal... God, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. Right. I have. I know. I have a fake proposal picture for Courtney, Paul's Paul's wife. But that was more of the Romeo thing because I was down in design. She took the picture from above. Hmm. No, um, I did her host assessment. And do you remember the magical moment you could do at UL, the lab coat? Yes, and you went around and did all the things. Yeah, and they got a little checklist and anything, and they got like a little certificate or something. So when I would do the assessment, because UL is so freaking worthless as an area, no offense to the sponsors that created that, but it is. Since it was such a worthless area, I used to have my trainees do a magical moment each time, 
just to give us kind of something to do. And hers was the funniest one ever because it was one of those days where it's like it's an off-season day. There's hardly anybody in the building. And everybody who is in the building is at some. And there's one little kid walking around doing stuff. And she goes up to him to do the magical moment. She goes, would you like to be my helper for the day? And he just goes, no. And walks away from her. And she turns around, looks at me. And I'm like halfway laughing at this point. And she's like, so now what do I do? I'm like, uh, because there's literally no other kids in the area. Like, yeah, you passed. You, you, you understand you well. I'm like, do you know how to do the magical moment? Great, you passed. I don't know what else to do. Do you remember Tom and Sonia? Yes. Now, I, I, I assess them at host. And we had the best time at UL. Now, I have to tell you in advance that Tom's memory is about as good as mine when it comes to, like, memorizing things in order or whatever. So getting that door code to go backstage to get that lab coat (laughs) was very, very difficult. But Sonya got it right away because, you know, Sonya. But she was, like, kind of making fun of Tom and we have this like little sync thing where we're just like, okay, how about this? How about you go behind the door to give Tom incentive to like open this thing correctly? And, and so he's like, oh, that's a great idea. So she like opened it up, went behind the door and closed it. And immediately as the door closed, me and Tom just walked away and we just left it back there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's the kind of stuff I used to do. I miss those. We always had way too much fun working at those positions. Didn't you? Wasn't there something you used to do to the piggy banks to try to intentionally do something to them? The piggy banks? Yeah. Somebody used to intentionally do something to not to sabotage the piggy banks, but to make them do something that they shouldn't have done. I think you're thinking of Brian. I might be. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. F- forgive, now, forgive me, Eric, for immediately thinking of you when something is not going the way it's supposed to go. But that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I, think- I was trained at the new IBM before they changed. Like after before I went over to being a presenter, but I remember just being bored. They turned it into a museum piece. They're like, this is all the stuff that IBM did. Like, cool, but what are you doing now? You need to, like, it's cool to have things like this. We we helped create this and whatnot. But at the same time, this is what we're working on. Show us what you're working on. All you did was a museum piece. It was a video and then, like, the museum piece, right? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. It was, well, I think, like, the museum piece you could wait in the museum piece while waiting for the video and the video happened every 10 minutes or whatever. And it was a 10 minute long video of grass growing. Why do I remember that? Yeah, I remember that too. (laughs) Out of all the things, it was not the same as the video game, like make your own video game. But eventually you left us. You stayed at Epcot, but you left us. You did. Not really left. I just got cross-trained elsewhere. AKA, you left us. 
aka I did not just leave you. I got cross trained at Soren. And then they kept you because well, Soren needed people. That's Soren. what that's what happens if you get cross trained at Soren. You get yeah. cross trained at Soren and we lose whoever it is because Soren <laughs> It's Soren and Test Track that are the the two biggest fucking attractions in the park and test track is always fucking broken. So we're always losing people to sword. <laughs> That's true. That is true. All right. But so- you also went to Soren, So I, I did, but they didn't like me there. <laughs> cause I'm kind of, cause I'm rude. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, this person would have let me in. My fa- my fast pass is for three fifteen, and it's three ten. Like, we'll wait five minutes, and then they would just sit there and argue with me, and I would make sure to argue with them for three and for like five minutes. And I'm like, it's three fifteen now. You can use your fast pass. <laughs> you know so, who I learned that from, though. I learned that from Ezra. Ezra, if you're listening, I miss you, buddy. So tell us a little bit about this. The experience working at Soren. Um, Soren was so much fun. Um, I will say Soren over California, in my opinion, is better, uh, better than Soren around the world. Just throwing that out there. Um, but honestly, my favorite position at Soren was Merge. And not a lot of people can say that. Why? What was it about Soren Merge that made it the best position? Um, honestly, I think it was just the adrenaline. But, like, I would just ignore all the guests and the, like, standby queue. If, like, my fast pass was backed up, I would just ignore everyone. And then I would let in, like, two families and then everyone else. <laughs> love it it's the it was just so much fun and like anyone could come up and stab me <laughs> yeah absolutely i wouldn't would, care would you say that soren as far as epcot's concerned at least is where you probably dealt with some of the most aggressive guests yes and so, it was only because of the standby and fast fast i was gonna say i was gonna say with how long Soren's line always was, I could see that being a problem attraction to deal yes. with. I'm glad that there is a wall between Fast Pass and Standby, but it still was like yelling of both sides for who was going to go when. Nerve of some people in Fast Pass who are like, we've been waiting here for 10 minutes. Like, yeah, you need to chill the fuck out. We have like a yeah. four hour wait. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, they're fast holes. But I would also be one of those people that, like, I could be in one of the towers or whatever on one of the sides, and they would be like, we need Katie at merge. And then they would pull me, and I would go to merge. Because nobody wanted to do it. Except me. I guess that could be a good or a bad thing. I mean, everyone hated Merge, but I loved it, so. That is true. I I do remember 
adjusting the wait time according to who the hell is at merge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, so when when you worked at Soren, you got to do the little spiel, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you enjoyed. I did. And you got to be friends with Patrick Warburton. Yes. Which I'm, I'm sure you you love that. What was the uh, mm-hmm. what was your least favorite thing about working at Soren then? Probably how hot the costumes were. They were hot, but they were comfortable. I could see that. And especially if one of the sides AC was down, forget about it. (laughs) That has to be the worst. Was Soren difficult as far as like getting the people situated and getting the ride off the ground? Um, we used to have, like, challenges and races between the sides, so our dispatch time was usually five minutes or less, and we would try and get it down to, like, three or four minutes. So we would try to be fast, fast, fast. But now that's all changed. Wasn't it like, I don't know what the speed is now, but it was like every seven and a half minutes, right? Like, was that the thing? Yeah. 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 How, so long, they how long is the ride? It's like four and a half minutes, right? Yeah, it's a five minute ride. Yeah. Okay. So you got two and a half minutes to get people out and new people in, situated, putting all their shit away, checking seatbelts. Then everybody kind of saying, hey, my section's good, and then getting the fuck out. Yeah. Nobody was in there when the ride was going, right? They would step out? The tower person was. Okay. Yeah, but they're it not like... one person. Yeah, even, even the tower person is behind a gate. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. But they're watching um, the guest on screens to make sure everything is going smoothly. Or they should be, anyway. <laughs> Should yes. Did you have any any incidents at Soren that would make for a good story? I mean, people would just be like, "My shoes fell off," and we're like, "Cool." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a lot of celebrities on the ride. Oh, Mariah Carey. I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> Who'd you have on the ride? You got to, you got, you got to tell you. Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey shut down the ride. Well, now you got to tell Just, the story. You can't, you can't tell me something like that and then not give me a story. So Mariah to- Carey came in and she demanded that everyone, like, there could only be like a manager. Or someone else, like guest relations or something, that had to be on the ride. But, like, all the cast members and everyone else had to get out. And she basically shut down the ride so just her and her party could be on the ride. Her daughter, who's not, like, tall enough or whatever. Yeah. She demanded she go on it, too. 
that I, I'm happy that they told her no. Absolutely well, yeah. not. Well, you can't you can't make an exception for that. There is no exception. Right. But she tried her best to change the rules for that. Yeah. Yeah, I they think that tried. Was really only the one. Or there was Justin Bieber who like pissed all over the outside of Soren. Every single person who interacted with Justin Bieber during his trip to the park has a negative story about him. Yeah. Like, I know he got kicked off of Space Mountain for being such a jerk. Like, this is not very Canadian of you. <laughs> well, there's always one, right? <laughs> there's always one. There's always an exception to the rule. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere. Ugh. Well, at least at least he got better stories out of it. Do you have any magical moments you could do at Soren? Yes. We um would take a family and we would go through the back of Soren. So like backstage and everything. We would take them to B1 obviously cuz it's the best. Sometimes we would ride with them. Um, but we had a golf ball with a Mickey on it. And whenever that scene came up where the golf ball like flew into your face, we would pretend we caught it and then we would give it to the family on the ride. That's actually pretty cool. And then they would get like a certificate, like family of the day or whatever. And it was like a flight attendant thing. I remember <clears throat> I remember when I was at the desk up front, which they called the coordinator desk, even though we really shouldn't have been there to begin with, because I think that was like a reservation yeah. for the garden. For the land, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we stayed up there a lot, just dealing with complaints and whatnot. But we had these magical moment cards or not magical moment cards. They, we, we would give these out to people who were not tall enough to ride. Say, hey, mm-hmm. when you come back with this. We'll we'll put you right on. And it's I remember like a doing that. A lot of yeah. rides had those, I think. So um, we had like a family that came back. Apparently, this was like two years later, and uh, they had the card. And I I think it was no, it wasn't you. It was was it Jamie? I can't remember who it was. They did the magical moment for that kid, and uh, they both came back crying. And I was like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, apparently it was very emotional for the kid because that's what the like what he wanted to ride, and he didn't have to wait at all, and he was super happy and everything. And then I, I, uh, uh, Jamie or whoever it was was like very emotional person too. So once the kid started crying, they started crying. So I was just like, fuck, the whole ride's going to shut down because everybody's going to cry. <laughs> and then we cried. We all and cried together. Cried. All cried together. I think every one of us at some point cried because of Disney. <laughs> because of guests. Like, Yeah, it's called extending park hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, which... 
thankfully did not happen too much at Epcot. Like, uh, let, let's be thankful that we worked at Epcot where park hours are nine to nine. And yeah. that's true. Event, it's nine to but nine. Were you guys ever there when Soren and Test Track both did like extra, extra magic hours, but only in the morning? Where it was like they opened two hours early than everyone else, and it was only Test Track and Soren. Yeah, and it, it's like it was like that for the closes too. I thought because didn't they shut down everything except for Soren Test Track? Because I think I can't you remember the closes. I only remember the openings because if we went down to like um, Spaceship Earth, we would have to like split people up and be like, you can only either go to Test Track or you can only either go to Soren, And you can ride it around like however many times. Do you remember then, like, that? Switch until the park that. actually opened. I was re- fucking terrible. I do I felt remember. I remember opening tip board and having like a flow of people going in either direction. Yes. And they're like, what's this way? I'm like, you can't go that way because that ain't open. Honestly, Tipboard was the best. Tipboard was all right unless it was fucking raining. Yeah, I love Tipboard, though. I used to love the position they would put you at at, uh, you know, East where you would just stand under the umbrella and just talk to people. Which I think it was like Info Guide or something. I used to Actually, love that. It was, yeah, it was an extra position. That's where I got to high-five Neil Patrick Harris. So I like that position. Well, tip board, I always said hi to Joey Fatone. So. I talked to Joey Fatone for 20 minutes and didn't know who he was. And then all the girls yelled at me for that. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> that happened at, happened at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I'm sure I've told both of you this story. Mm-hmm. So how the Wizarding World worked was it was a ride with a belt where you have to put people on the moving belt and get them situated. And if they're not situated by the time they get to the point of no return, the ride auto stops. It does a softy stop. And then it's up to you to get it back up and running before it does a hardy stop. And then everything goes to hell. And this was one of those ones where it hardy stopped. So everybody's fumbling around and I'm at the top of the belt and I'm like, all right, like, we'll be back up and run in a few minutes. How are you guys doing? I just started talking to the next people in line, and they were really nice, and I had a nice conversation with them. And then the ride went going. They they went going, and rotation came through, and I moved down the belt, and all the girls were freaking out about how I got to talk to him. And I'm like, who? They're like, you don't know who that was? I'm like, was I supposed to know who that was? That was Joey Fatone. I'm like, oh, okay, They're like, you don't know who he is. I'm like, no, I know who he is, but he doesn't exactly work in the genre of music that I would recognize him on the street. So I apologize to all the Joey Fatone fans out there, but if it makes you feel any better, he's a nice guy <laughs> and he's very personable. So. Apology accepted. There you go. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. All right, so we've talked about... Did you do anything else in the land building? Did you do living with the land at all? No, but I did um, Figment and Captain EO. 
Yes, I'd like to hear about that because <laughs> th- I never had any interest in working those attractions. Um, greatest. Figment was, I mean, it was pretty boring. It's, I mean, wherever attraction you go to, it's always the people that really make your experience there. Yes. Um, so I loved the people, obviously. I will say, um, Captain EO, um, there were two types of guests. It was guests that actually knew what Captain EO was and who Captain EO was. And then there are other guests that didn't think that Captain EO was appropriate because it was Michael Jackson. So, so people would complain all the time. Yes. And were you ever just like, I don't control the content in this park. I just work here. Correct. Yes. I feel like there was nothing wrong with the content. It's not like, it's not like it it was was Bill Cosby or something. Yeah, but even right. then, I mean, like it's it's just it's a show that he happened to be part of, and they brought it back. They brought it back after his death, right? Wasn't that the big deal? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, but he also, died in, like, and they they brought it back for like a, a tribute or something like that. It was really cool. Yeah, I mean the acting was terrible, and it was all from the eighties, but it was classic. I specifically remember watching that show and not liking it. So I I do apologize to the people out there who are Captain EO fans. Well, I remember just not liking it. The show was better when it, when it was the original because they couldn't bring back all the effects. All they had was the screen and the film. Oh, right. And occasionally when the floor moved. Yeah. Yeah, so, that that would do it. I don't know. I thought well, it would be really cool if Disney did like a little thing where they took Honey, I Shrunk the Audience and like Captain EO and they put it on these little DVDs so you can enjoy now that they're no longer there, just so you can experience them at home or something. Maybe even if they did it on like Disney Plus for like a few yeah. months. That's a good anybody out there listening who works at a works at Disney Plus? Uh, anybody, anybody on the inside want to pitch that for us? I think he, I think you're on to something there, buddy. Good job, Eric. Yeah, see? I have good ideas. Good job. <laughs> Can you imagine getting a chance to just watch Philhar Magic at home? Because I would watch it. I would, too. Even though you're not there to if- experience it, I would still watch it. Yeah, I will say... Working at Philhar, I've caught myself singing along to the entire song, like mm-hmm. the entire thing. You sing? No. I feel like we should probably hear some. I don't sing nothing. Oh. I hum. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> it's not the same thing, Eric. It's not. Anyway. The same. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. But Katie, your story doesn't end at Epcot. It doesn't. Where did you go after? I went to Great Movie Ride. And uh, now you have to tell us about the Great Movie Ride. Well, yeah, found Eric again. Yeah, I know. You two just can't get away from each other. 
Well, this time I left first. Uh, so this time she followed you. Yeah. Instead of yeah. you following her. Well, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. That's true. So, but, um, Green Movie yeah. Ride was fun. I know, you kept stealing p- good people from Inno. You stole Stephanie, you stole Hannah. The hell? Well, you know, Movie Ride just does great things. We we recognize great people and we bring them over. That's true. True. So, ha- we would have brought you over, but you were leaving. I did. I left. Yeah. And I moved out of the state. I would have considered it. I would have considered it. And I probably would have had a really good time. Did you did you guys get to do all the roles or were you just the tour guides? Did you ever get to do the gangster or the the cowboy? Uh you didn't get to do a ga- uh, you would have made such a good gangster. No. <laughs> no, I Katie, for real, I think you would have been an amazing bandit. Actually, yeah, you would have made a fantastic bandit. You would have made a fantastic channel your inner Texas and just go. Because I don't, I think it would be a a too sweet but mean bandit. Like I, I can't describe it. I just see you out with a big old smile. Yeah, that that southern like hospitality, but like I'm gonna rob (laughs) you type of thing. Perfect. Oh, I would have loved that. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll just come and rob you guys. I mean, you can, you can. Like, you're not getting anything. I, I don't have money, so. Ha <laughs> Here's my college debt. Yeah, you can have my outstanding debt if you really want to rob me of something. <laughs> I'll dump that all on you. Did you guys watch that? Like outside topic. Do you guys watch that video of uh, somebody who went to go rob a liquor store or whatever? And he was like, give me all your money. He was like, man, you trust me. You got more money than I got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's life for you, pal. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, I uh, I always thought it would have been cool to work a great movie ride. I was never great movie ride to me. I'm I'm just speaking as a guest here. Great movie ride to me was very very hit or miss because it was very dependent on not just the tour guide you got, but also which scene you got and how well the person playing that scene did. But I think that can be said about any attraction with spieling, right? Like everything that has a spieling element is going to have the positives and the negatives. Yes. I feel like at least before I left, we got it down to a really good group where where um the tour guides themselves were amazing. Right? Um and we only had like one gangster that wasn't really good. All of our bandits were good. One gangster wasn't really good, and then maybe maybe two tour guides. But we always kind of just try to rotate them to not be on a vehicle. Okay. 
and it's not because they're bad people is that they mumble when they talk and i shouldn't really say anything because i know i mumble but like this is really bad like are you drunk? I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> yeah. I've been on that ride before, and I've had some boring tour guides. Which is very unfortunate, because as much fun as Great Movie Ride is, it can be very boring if you don't have that energetic tour guide to guide you through the movies. And I need... I. It, it kind of like Jungle Cruise, actually. I think a boring tour guide on Jungle Cruise makes that a boring ride. I don't even say that about Safari. Even though you have the real animals, if your tour guide just is phoning it in, it's just not fun. I get that. Yeah, I can see that. So. Well, I feel like the greatest part about Movie Ride, again, were the people. But this time, there was more than just the people that you work with. There was a the amount of pride that everybody had that was working at movie ride. Well, I think that's it, right? When you got rid of some of the, some of the people who weren't very good at being the tour guides and you just kept those passionate people there, then the sparks of creativity would fly. The energy would come out and there you go. You've got something great. Um, it wasn't just that though. Like one, once the like ride itself, like, ended and got shut down like i was there closing day of movie ride and the amount of like old movie writers present current like all of the movie writers kind of just came together and like it was family like it was weird that's so good like that's like every year we celebrate like great movie pride day. It's a that's, shared experience. That, yeah, it's a shared experience. That's so cool. We, we actually, that's something I, I do miss about some of all thrills. We did have kind of a family atmosphere there cause it was such a small attraction, but I always feel like the, some people bonded really well. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I think it took like 10 people to run the attraction, but we only ever had like seven. Yeah, we, we were all doing multiple jobs at the same time. All I remember was how often we would get to open together because you and I were always near the top of the seniority list because some just didn't have that many full timers. So it was always you, me and Melissa opening. <laughs> and then oh, yeah. she, and she hated opening with us. She loved opening us with us. We made her. It was her a love day. hate. It was a love hate. It was just like, oh no, why are you guys doing this to me? Type of thing. But I, oh my god, I still remember. This is one of my favorite Melissa stories. We were testing the elevator. Uh, we have an elevator to like help people who need to transfer into the vehicles, but it's on one side of the platform where you got to test it. So she was testing it, traveling up. And reading her checklist on, uh, like, uh, on you know, in her hands, but she's looking down, looking at the checklist. So I reach down with my hand and pretend that I'm a spider, and I start crawling on her head. Oh my god, she freaked the fuck out. She, <laughs> and, and you could, it was, it was one of those freakouts where she didn't move. She like was frozen solid, and then just slowly started to look up. 
And then when she saw me, she was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Ever since then, uh, we've had a great time. I remember taking uh, the hand sanitizer that we had up there. That was one thing that, like, talk talk about being forward, right? Like, always having san- hand sanitizer uh, handy. Anyway, so I brought the hand sanitizer, squirt, like, a whole bunch in my hand, pretended to sneeze and, like, rub it on her arm and stuff. <laughs> I really did. I, I kind of just fucked around with her a lot. Yep. We, we, had, we, we had such a love-hate relationship with her. Because we always drove her nuts. I gave her a ride on my motorcycle. Did she freak out? Fine. She was fine until she realized that she got on a motorcycle with me. <laughs> that's, that's actually <laughs> exactly how I would have felt, I think. <laughs> She was like, oh, yeah, I'll get on a motorcycle. And then we started moving. Like, I just got on a motorcycle with Eric. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> that would have, yeah, that would have been me. 100%. But she lived to tell the tale. See, there you go. All right, so what happened after a great movie ride, Katie? I left the company for three years and worked at Sprinkles at Disney Springs. That's right. How'd you like that? I liked it. I uh, it was definitely an interesting experience, but I enjoyed it. So you were you were a third party then. So you had the green pass, the green yes. ID. Yeah. And for people who don't know, what exactly is Sprinkles? Um, so it is a cupcake, ice cream, and cookies shop in Disney Screen in Disney Springs. Um, it's the home of the Sprinkles ATM outside of the shop. I used to come visit you there. So did Eric and Rebecca. Yeah, I loved when you were working there too. I always, I always enjoyed going there to see you. I also know you were a barista. I was. I visited I you there, back- too. <laughs> yep. I went back to Disney in 2019 and worked at Starbucks at Animal Kingdom. So you've done all four parks and Disney Springs. Yes. There you go. What what I what I distinctly remember was when we came to visit you, is Shannon's like, I like your hat, and you just went, Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> like so matter of fact too. Just like thanks, I hate it. <laughs> well, everyone's hat was so like nice and mine's just this like floppy piece of crap on my head and I was like, I hate this hat so much. But it that's what people said gave me personality was this floppy hat. And I was like, whatever fine oh you were never shy of personality that's for sure i don't know what you're talking about what (laughs) you you were always you were always a blast to be around i always had so much fun working with you so yeah that's you had the uh the ultimate katie experience we just we just discussed there all four parks i even i didn't work animal kingdom animal kingdom was the one park that i refused to work I only ever worked the two, Animal Kingdom and Epcot. 
I never picked up any shifts in the other parks. I never wanted to. I've been... I didn't mind. Actually, now that I think about it, I've never been backstage. Because I've been in the Utilidor. I've never been backstage at Studios, as far as I could tell. I mean, Honestly, backstage at Studios was the best, though. Yeah. Do you remember when we used to park backstage? Yep. But I also remember when we used to park at ESPN and they would bus us over. So that, yeah, that was that was the worst. <clears throat> that was a uh, that was part of the benefit of actually having a motorcycle when when I was working at Studios is that I didn't have to go anywhere. I literally just parked in the same spot all year round. Motorcycle parking is right there. <laughs> I get to. I park even closer than the handicap parking. I'm like, yeah, literally yeah. on the sidewalk, next to cast services. Must be nice. Right. You would think, right? But it rained a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I used so to always see you walk in with your helmet in your hand. I paid the price, <laughs> and, and a monster. Eric and his monsters. I had one today. Shocking. Every time you listen to the nerd table, you get to hear Eric open a monster. Because it's in the intro, so it's not even a... You don't even have to actually have one on the show. Everyone will always hear it. That's canon now, buddy, so... Yeah. Be appreciated. So, now that you've worked at all four parks, which park's your favorite? Yes. Epcot. Yes. The Epcot prettiest Pride. What was your favorite event at Epcot? Food and wine. Um, well, yeah. Food and wine is <laughs> it's always fun, but I do like the um, Festival of Arts that they have now. They have another festival? That? Is that the it, Flower and Garden, or is that something else? No. So, like, from January... Till like March, April, it's Festival Arts, and they have artists come from all sorts of areas, places, whatnot. And there's a bunch of murals everywhere, and it's just like art exploded at Epcot, and it's so nice. Um, are these famous artists? Are they like they're street artists? Are they independent they're people? Both. So like um the art of Disney Store at Disney Springs. They have a bunch of like stores and like booths all around World Showcase. Hmm. And then they have like local artists and then more like Disney artists and whatnot and come and sell their merchandise, their paintings, or that actually sounds pretty cool. It is really cool. And instead of like an Eat to the Beat concert or whatnot, they have different um, Broadway um, artists come out and sing snippets from their past performances. God, uh, let me know whenever they're going to do uh, Hamilton. <laughs> oh well, I think like everyone will be there for that. 
All right. Well, we still got about a half hour of time left on the show, so let's let's dive a little bit more into Katie and Disney outside the parks. So, Katie, who is your favorite Disney character? Uh, I have a few. I don't have like a one specific one. So I'm I'll name guess. <laughs> I guess. We should try to guess this, Chris. Okay. But what if they're like both right? Then we both win. Okay. High fives. <clears throat> Any ideas, Chris? I'm going to say one of them would be disgust. <laughs> Just because your avatar on Discord has you posing with her. That's true. Uh, no, I would she's actually... Not like, she's not one of my favorites, though, but I okay. do love her. I actually do have a legitimate guess. I believe... Because I, I, know, I know who Eric's going to say. So I'm going to go with Ariel. No. Okay. And the but re- everyone always thinks that. Well, the reason every... Every redhead that I know loved Ariel growing up. My really good friend, Claire, who lives in this area here, who is probably listening to this, actually. So, hi, Claire, because she loves Disney. and She's she's redhead. And she she always said that that was her favorite princess because there weren't any redheaded princesses. So, I can understand where that logic comes from. But I, I thought of another character who I believe actually has red hair. Or it's... Well, I'm not actually sure without looking at a picture. But Eric, who are you going to guess? Wait, I have an Ariel story. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Go. We, we, we want to <laughs> hear stories. A guest, a guest come up. So I work at Friendship Boats now at Epcot. There we go. I said it. Anyways, um, I had a guest come up to me on the boat. And she handed me this fork. Like this plastic fork. And I was like, um, what? what's this? And she was like, it's a dingle hopper for your hair. And then she called me princess and like walked away. And I was like, Oh, okay. All right. That's, that's cute. That's cute. Oh, that's adorable. I mean, it's, I mean, I got, I got called Victor crumb at Harry Potter. So at least you got something cute. I got that. You look like Victor Crumb. Like, yep, I've heard that three times today. So, <laughs> but okay, right. Eric. Okay, I was going to guess Vanellope from Wreck It Ralph. No, <laughs> you have a very Vanellope personality, though. Yeah, aka Sarah Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an insult. That's a compliment. No, it's though. not. Yeah, it's great. Now I know I know who one of your favorites is, Carl and Ellie. I mean, yes, more so Ellie. Because adventure is out there. Adventure is out there. I think of you every time I watch that movie. By the way, thank you. I associate you with that movie. So thank you. That's a compliment. I love it. Somebody I because because I'm a big Animal Crossing player. I watch some of the Animal Crossing videos people come up with on YouTube. Somebody created the entire opening of Up with Animal Crossing characters. And I remember writing to one of our other mutual Disney friends who plays and just saying, well, I wasn't expecting to cry today, but here we are. (laughs) They're like, why? And I sent them the video. They're like, oh, my God. I'm like, yes, 
uh, they recreated everything. And it's exactly what you think it's going to be. That's amazing. No, it it was fantastically done. But then my eyes were wet afterwards, so I wasn't as happy as I wanted to be in that moment. I guess. Uh, Okay, so who are your favorite characters, then? We've all taken guesses now. Okay. I really have, besides Carl and Ellie, because I love them, I have three. I guess five. But, oh well. Anyways, I'll do my top five. Um, Jessie from Toy Story. Okay. Because she is also a redhead. Jessie's such a fun character, though. And she's a cowgirl. Just like you! (laughs) So wait, are you saying you like cowgirl? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to take, like, literally I made it an hour and a half without saying oh anything. Oh, my God. Anything you are not. You better not edit. You're not editing that out of the episode. I'm telling you that right now. Like, if I – when you give me this episode back, if I find out that part's edited out, I'm reinserting it myself because I have oh another audio God. file. <laughs> anyway, please continue, Katie. Please. Getting hot in here. Anyways. Um, it's, it's like she didn't know what podcast she was coming on to. Uh, right. <laughs> Okay. Anyway. <laughs> we, we love you, Katie. Mm-hmm. I like how she dodged the question, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Continue. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, Daisy is my favorite. One of my favorites. Okay. You know Daisy? Daisy Duck? Yeah, yeah. Daisy Duck. Okay. Donald's Make girlfriend. What? Donald's girlfriend. Yes. Um, Chip and Dale, because I love Chip and Dale. Mainly oh. Chip, though. Don't tell Dale. Chip. I Don't was tell. gonna say Chip. Do you like? Did you like Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers? Absolutely. Where Chip was Chip was Indiana Jones and freaking Dale was Hawaii Five O. Yes, I love it. Um, and then Big Al, obviously. Big Al. Big Al. You say obviously, like that's. Like, that's an obvious character to come okay, up with. Well, if you obviously don't know where Big <laughs> Al is from. Say, I know where he's from, but. <laughs> Bear Jamboree, which everyone should love that show. So. Um, well. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. All right. So it's a good list of characters, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what are some of your discounting attractions you've worked at like great movie ride and soren what are some of your favorite rides in the parks um let's see at animal kingdom my favorite is safari obviously good choice um, between um safari and everest everest is fun everest yeah. is a fun coaster everest is a fun coaster even if it does have a disco yeti now yeah, hmm. it's okay. We could do a whole episode on that, but we could. Um, um no engineer, but that's wrong. <laughs> um, Epcot. I mean, I love Spaceship Earth. Can't really go wrong with Spaceship Earth. I I don't I don't think I want to meet someone who doesn't like Spaceship Earth. To be honest with you. I, I yeah. don't. I, I don't think we would get along. 
If you tell me you, you hate know, Spaceship Earth, I don't think we would get along. You know who would love Spaceship Earth? The Phoenicians. <laughs> they sure would. I hope so. It's basically a giant tribute to them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You know, my favorite part of Spaceship Earth is the scene with the the moon landing because there's a board game of mousetrap set up. I don't know why I always thought that was so cool, but just mousetrap, which is actually like a really shitty game. If you actually try to play it, cause it makes absolutely no sense. And the only thing you want to do is play with the trap. Yeah. <laughs> the actual game is like collecting cheese and building the trap. And that's boring. I don't want to do that. I just want to trap the mice. But yeah, Spaceship Earth, yeah. I, again, if you don't like Spaceship Earth, odds are I don't like you. Let's see how many listeners I just isolated. Now, I, I love Spaceship Earth, but there is a limit on how long I'm willing to wait to get on to Spaceship Earth. I will stipulate to that. We almost always only go on Spaceship Earth when we can walk right on. So I, I, I will agree I will agree with you on that one. Alright. What else, Katie? So many other rides. I know. Um We know you love Country Bear Jamboree. Absolutely. We forgive you for that. I forgive you for that. Um <laughs> Is that how we're gonna play this? Alright. <laughs> yes. Um, I love Haunted Mansion. That's always a good one. Ah, no, that's my favorite. Um, what else? Splash Mountain's a good one. Zippity doo da. Zippity doo da day. Um, how do you feel about the Splash Mountain refurbishment? Um, I have mixed feelings. I love Princess and the Frog, so I think there definitely needs to be something to end the park with that. Um, I think it would be interesting with it. I mean, I don't think that they're really going to change anything, but I, um, I, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Are you upset you're losing zippity doo da? Um, yes and no. But I don't know. I know that it like has pissed a lot of people off that they're changing it. Um, but I don't know. I'm excited for what it could be and the future of it okay all right how about a uh, favorite disney movie we know you love up yeah but what else is on your list there princess on the frog um i love uh wally I love wally yes meet the me robinsons. too meet the uh, robinsons is so underrated and underappreciated it is but it's such a good movie. I liked it. it when did. I did my when I did my project last year, 
where I ranked all the Disney movies, the animated numbered classics, that a lot of the films that I was watching, I was seeing them for the very first time, and that was one of them. I had never seen it before, and I really liked it. I was like, why doesn't this movie get more attention? This was actually pretty damn good. So, yes. Okay, what else? Um, The Parent Trap. Ah! My favorite Disney movie. Original or Lohan? Lohan. Lohan. (laughs) Well, it's not that obvious, but... Okay. True. Okay. they were also redheads in it. Do you have a favorite Disney snack? Um, I can't go wrong with a churro. Um, but I will say Disneyland has the better churros. Okay. Um, but also a Nutella waffle. I was not expecting the churro. For whatever reason, I was expecting either like Dole Whip or one of the Mickey bars. Okay. I love churros. I love them so much. Do you but have, have you ever had a Disneyland churro? Because I mean, probably, but I've only been once. <laughs> so I, 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 if I did, I'm not going to remember it. I don't remember what I ate for breakfast yesterday. I'm not going to remember what a churro that I had in 2001. <laughs> so it's been 20 years since I last went to Disneyland. I will not remember that. No shit. I just realized I didn't. I haven't had dinner. <laughs> We're all, well, we're almost done, Eric. You, hold up, hold, hold that a little while longer. Is this how we always like end our podcast? Is by Every talking po- about food? Yes, always. I don't um, think there's anything wrong with that. No, no, nothing. Do you have a favorite restaurant at Disney? Um, I don't think I've ever. I don't think I have a favorite. It's funny because Kyle and I were just talking about this the other day. We know Kyle's listening to this episode, so hi, Kyle. Hey, Kyle. And we know he wants to be on, so we'll 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 make that happen. Um. Yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite. Okay. All right, here's a good one. Do you have a favorite piece of Disney merchandise that you own? A tchotchke, a t-shirt, a main gate. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm like looking around my room right now. <laughs> um, not really, not a favorite. Okay. Okay. Uh, big owl bank next to my bed. Oh, that's cute. A big owl bank. Yeah. And, and then Eric, did you have any? Do you want to quiz Katie on anything? No, he's not allowed. I'm not allowed to quiz you. You know, something that we all have in common. We all met our, like, significant other at Disney. You want to share that story? I mean, we we met at Soren. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Great story. <laughs> a, a plus, A plus story. A plus, a plus story. Okay. <clears throat> Soren really does make dreams come true. Well, we're, we're very, very happy for you, of course. 
Um, I guess in closing, I guess the the last thing I kind of want to ask you, and maybe I'll regret this, maybe I won't, we'll see. Do you have any favorite stories from working with us? Oh, Lordy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Or are we going to have to do a whole extra episode on just that? Um, I mean, I loved working with you guys. Um, I feel like the majority of our time together was, um, y'all picking on me. Um, mainly Eric more than you, Chris. Um, but I'm, I'm not immune. I, I, I did my fair share. I will admit that. Yeah. But the other I mean, thing was I, you could also fire back at us pretty well. So. True. That's true. Um, that's true. I will say my favorite Chris story, but not really a story. It's that picture that we're mimicking the security guards. Ah, uh, that's my favorite picture of us together. My favorite too. picture. We have a couple of nice pictures together, but that is above and beyond my favorite picture with you. Because we they they had that goofy picture. I'll I will share this when I post this episode on Facebook because I'm going to tag you guys in it. So and I'll tr- I'll make it public too so everyone can see it. I'll try to remember to post that picture in the comments if I forget, which I will. Somebody just remind me. But they had this goofy picture of like two Disney security guards backstage. It's like an older guy with his arms folded with this goofy look on his face and then the the lady's just looking up at him laughing and Katie and I <laughs> did did both poses and that we really is we recreated the picture right underneath it and that is Easily the best picture we have together. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite Eric story? How much time do we have? (laughs) Keep it positive. I have nothing but positive towards Eric. Aww. He's my, like, big brother. Oh, you, so <clears throat> you know, we always I always feel like we kind of looked at you as like a little sister. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like <clears throat> we messed with you, but nobody else was allowed to. Oh, no, 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 no. No That's one was true. ever allowed to mess with Katie. That's no, true. they had to answer to us. That was that not true. going to happen. Not in this lifetime. Yes. I've heard yeah. that from a lot of people that we worked with when they they mentioned the two of us. It's always like, you guys were like my big brothers, and you always looked out for me. Like, whenever people would tell me, like, they always felt secure and safe around us and genuinely enjoyed being around us. And Eric and I would have fought people to defend you. Yeah. I haven't been in a yeah. good. I haven't been in a good fight in a long time. If somebody ever picked on Katie. I would have. I would have knocked him out. Come to Florida. Let's go. I would have. I would have tried. Are people picking on you right now? Do I need to come back down there? No, it's okay. 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 All right. Well, oh. you let me know. We'll do it. We'll do. We'll. For we'll do time. it. I know you would. <laughs> I feel like uh, you would just FaceTime too. So. And since you're the first guest we've actually had on this podcast, um, I'm not really sure. Like. If there's going to be any kind of a tradition that we're going to do with guests or anything, because we haven't really come up with a, a guest format, but 
I, I guess we can we can close and just say, is there anybody you'd like to say hi to who might be listening? All my friends. Hi, friends. All your friends. Say hi to Richard and Deb. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. <laughs> your adoptive parents. That's one. Adoptive parents. Uh, so one of my absolute favorite pictures of you is the picture that you guys took at our wedding. You, Jessica, and Richard and Deb. That it's like the honestly, family picture. Yes, that's Jessica and I's favorite picture. Also, I love that picture. Credit to wedding. Josh. Credit to Josh because he took it. Yes, he did. But also from your wedding, Deborah and I started a tradition of Deborah feeding me cake. Ah, oh, yes, I've seen that picture. That's a great picture too. Yes. We've started that at every wedding <laughs> that Deborah and I go together. Oh, that's amazing. So thank you to your your wedding for that. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Thank you. Well, Katie, it was an absolute pleasure having you on Park Hopper. I'm so glad I was on. I hope we can do more episodes like this where we get to have guests on and tell their Disney story and share stories. So... I have said this before. If you want to be on Park Hopper, all you have to do is reach out to myself or Eric or both of us and let us know. And follow Katie's example because she's the first one. She said, I want to be on the show with you, and we made it happen. You could be next. Katie, I would like to thank you profusely for taking the time to talk to us. It was a pleasure, and we will have to do this again. Absolutely. So thank you, Katie. And Eric, I think you're hungry now. Always hungry. And I think you need to let the dog out. I do need to let the dog out. And I have a cat on my lap who's... For like the longest. And I have a cat on my lap right now who is demanding attention. So that's another one of my favorite Katie moments was when you came over to play with my cats. And Absolutely. like, And we're making them leap up the wall after the laser pointer. I mean... That's the fun of it. They're still, they're almost, they are nine years old now, and they still have that same energy that they had when you met them, so. I love it. I know. They're still kittens at heart. I have Lily on my lap right now, demanding to be pet. Hi, Lily. Yes. Lily's actually been on several podcasts when she screams into the microphone. So, I saved that clip. The very first Wrestle Talk that we did on CKCC Radio has Lily scream into the microphone and everybody stopped and started laughing because Glenn and Dan got thrown off their game. And I'm like, yes, that was my cat. And I actually saved that clip because it's just so fun to hear her just scream into the microphone. Isn't that right, Kitty Cat? Well, Katie, it was a pleasure having you. The redhead from Texas who became a Florida girl. She always hits me with the y'alls. That's actually thanks to her. I've adapted y'all into my conversation. So thank you for that. I'm not really sure how. (laughs) Thank you for that. But it was a pleasure having you on. And now we hope a bunch of people follow your example and request to be guests on the show. If you worked at Disney or Universal or any theme park for that matter and would like to come on to talk about your theme park experience, you are more than welcome to guest on the show. Otherwise, uh, Eric and I will come up with a topic for next time. We're getting close to the holiday season, so maybe we'll start talking about holidays at the parks and why you shouldn't go to Disney during Christmas. We could do a whole episode on that. Stay home. (laughs) But until next time, this has been Park Hopper. For Eric, I'm Chris. 
And we will see you guys next time. Have a magical day.